0: Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. This is your Apostle Nicole Redick, and I am coming to you today with a message on fortification. So for the next ten Sundays, we will be talking about fortification. Let's turn to in our Bibles to Nahim, the third chapter. Heavenly Father I just thank you for your word I thank you for your love and your grace that touched down upon us I pray that you would fortify us in this season to understand how you move how you build your people how you protect them fortify us God fortify us in our spirits in the name of Jesus Christ fortify us lord jesus fortify us holy spirit as i yield myself to you holy ghost have your way be glorified in the earth lord as jesus is lifted up and god is glorified in the name of our potentate king forever and ever amen and amen Nahum. Nahum, the third chapter, the 14th verse. It says, draw thee waters for the siege, fortify thy strongholds, go into clay, and tread the mortar, make strong the brickland. Fortify. This is what Nehemiah the prophet did. He was the governor, though, of a city. And although he was the governor of a city, God called him and he governed Jerusalem to build the wall. To rebuild the wall. So here we have fortification. He says, Draw the waters for the siege fortify thy strongholds to fortify means to make firm to strengthen to give support to to be firm to be strong to be courageous to be valiant to be helpful to be abdurate and to repair this is what fortify means and I'm going to repeat that to make firm to strengthen to support to be firm to be strong to be courageous to be valiant to be helpful to be obdurate, and to repair to fortify he said We need to fortify Psalms 108. glory awake psaltery in heart I myself will awake early I will praise thee O Lord among the people and I will sing praises unto thee among the nations for thy mercy is great above the heavens and thy truth reaches unto the clouds be thou exalted O God above the heavens and thy glory above all the earth that thy beloved may be delivered, save with the right hand and answer me. God has spoken in his holiness. I will rejoice. I will divide Shechem and meet out the valley of Sakath. The first verse, O God, my heart is fixed. What does it mean to be fixed? To be fixed means to be prepared. Your heart is fixed on something. That means you are satisfied. You have this deep satisfaction and sense of well-being that comes from the certainty that you have in God, in Christ. Your heart must be fixed, to be fortified. That means to be firm in your belief, to be strong, strengthened, and have support. To support, to encourage and be encouraged. To be courageous, to be valiant, to be helpful, to be obdurate and repair. So in order for you to actually be fortified in your spirit, you must be fixed on God. You must be fixed. Your heart must be set in Christ. Christ is the solid rock in which we stand. If our house is not built upon the rock, which is truth, then our houses will fall. Let's go to Psalms 57. Psalms 57. Verse seven. Well, verse six. They have prepared a net for my steps. My soul is bowed down. They have digged a pit for me. Into the midst whereof they are fallen themselves. Selah. My heart is fixed, O God. My heart is fixed. I will sing and give praise. Awake up, my glory. Awake, psaltery and harp. I myself will awake early. I will praise thee, O Lord, among the people, and I will sing unto them. Among the nations. My heart is fixed, O oh God. It is prepared, Lord. He's saying, I will sing and give praise. Your heart must be fixed on God to be fortified. Fortification takes place. When our heart is fixed, that means nobody can move you from Christ. You can choose it yourself, but nobody can move you from Christ. Your heart is fixed. You're fortified. There are some that are not fortified. And then that means those of us that are, we have to make firm we have to strengthen we have to support we have to be obdurate and we have to repair we have to be helpful to those that are not fortified so there are ways that god is going to teach us how to fortify and we can look at our own lives to see whether or not we need the extra teaching we need the extra training or if we need an area of fortification that failed to be repaired understand that you are fixed the twelfth chapter. I want to show you something when your heart is not fixed on God. Second Chronicles the twelfth chapter. Excuse me. Second Chronicles the twelfth chapter the fourteenth verse. This is King Rehoboam, let's start at the 13th verse. So King Rehoboam strengthened himself in Jerusalem and reigned. For Rehoboam was one and 40 years old when he began to reign. And he reigned 17 years in Jerusalem, the city which the Lord has chosen out of all the tribes of Israel to put his name there. And his mother's name was Naamah, and Ammonitess. And he did evil because he prepared not his heart to seek the Lord he did evil because he prepared his heart not to seek the Lord if you're not seeking the Lord your heart is not fixed I want you to understand you must seek the Lord then your heart is fixed he said he did evil because he prepared not his heart to seek the Lord Now, I want you to understand, in verse 13, it says, so King Rehoboam strengthened himself. But in verse 14, he said, it was not in Christ. It was not in Jehovah. It was not in God. It was not in the Holy One. It was not in them. So therefore, his strength shows us That eventually it didn't profit him it's not gonna profit you but for a season when your strength is not of God your strength must be fixed in Christ here he says he says his heart was not prepared it was not fixed in Christ you must fix your heart in Christ or less you will do evil if your heart is not fixed you're going to do evil I want you to understand that if your heart is not fixed on Christ if it's not prepared to seek the Lord you will do evil it's like following the flesh If your heart is fixed when you're preparing to seek the Lord you are making firm I want you to understand that you are making firm preparing your heart to seek the Lord seeking him giving him those 24 minutes of a day tithing that or offering that Because you tithe, you tithe money, you tithe food, tithe your time. Give God 24 minutes of your day. That's preparing your heart to seek the Lord. And you're making firm when you're doing that. You're fortifying. I need you to understand you are fortifying. Isaiah, the thirty fifth chapter, Isaiah, thirty five, three. He says. I, um, Isaiah 35, three. Strengthen ye the weak hands and confirm the feeble knees. Say to them that are of a fearful heart, be strong, fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance and even God with a recompense. He will come and save you. Understand that God wants to save you. And I am here to encourage you today. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Be strong in the Lord. Have your heart fixed on God. I'm gonna tell you something. When you're in a situation and you need salvation, I mean saving, you need God to save you out of trouble. You must keep your heart fixed on God. I have a testimony for a year. I did not focus on that. All I did was cry out to him. I did not get in my word. I did not fortify. But I was losing my hope. When your heart is not fixed on God, you begin to lose things. You lack things in the spirit. But I'm here to tell you, after that one year, and I've realized, wait a minute, I haven't got a message, I haven't did a devotional, I haven't sought the Lord, except to tell him these people are doing an evil to me. I need some salvation. After that year, I started B.B. in College. My heart went back to being strengthened. My heart went back to being fixed. My soul, my spirit. And although nothing changed the other way, I was being saved spiritually first. God was fortifying me in a way I did not see. Let your heart be fixed on God in the times of troubles in your life. He's saying strengthen ye the feeble and the weak. And I'm here to tell you today, if you are lacking faith, lacking hope, lacking strength in the spirit, I want you to know and understand this one thing. Get in your word, prepare your heart to seek the Lord your strength will come back. Uh, Your hope will be built back up. Uh, You will not lack in faith. Hebrews the 12th chapter. Hebrews the 12th chapter. It says wherefore lift up the hands which hang down and the feeble knees and make straight paths for your feet lest that which is lame be turned out of the way but let it rather be healed I want you to understand that I am encouraging you today. I am strengthening you. When we talk about this fortification, God is showing us how to be strong in him, how to be fixed, how to be fortified in the spirit that when you stand on the solid rock, they can't move you to the left or to the right. They can call you all kinds of names. They can mess with your mind, but you need to stay fixed on God. And let me tell you something, when they play with that mind, it is hard to stay fixed. But you be focused, because if you prepared beforehand, during, you will not fall short. You see, there wasn't a falling away, even though one year I started decreasing in hope and lacking in faith. I didn't move from God. When they mess with your mind, it's a terrible thing. But I need you to stay focused and I'm telling you how to get through when they think you're mentally ill and they wanna control what you have. He says, follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you, and there many be defiled. Many be. When you're not fortified, many can be defiled by you. I want you to understand that. If you're not following peace and holiness, which no man can see God I see him i be seeing him work although he's not present here like you and me I can see him but you gotta follow peace and holiness without you cannot see God you cannot see the Lord you cannot see how he's moving you cannot see this way or that way Because see, counterfeits will come in and they'll try to change up. But you've got to stand on how you saw God move and don't deter. Because God is fortifying you. And He's telling you the path to say, follow peace and holiness, without which no man can see the Lord. He's telling us we have to look diligently. Look diligently. That means be sober, be sober. You got to have your spiritual armor on. You've got to be awake in the spirit. You can't be in a lot of sin because sin causes you to be drunk. And that's the wrong kind of drunkenness. It will close your eyes, and you will be asleep. You won't see clearly, and you've got to understand what I'm talking about. You will be able to see through the eyes of sin instead of the eyes of God. And then you're giving the wrong information, so you've got to understand this one thing. Looking diligently means being sober, being watchful. You've got to be able to see God. you got to be watching. That means you've got to have your spiritual armor on. You've got to look diligently. look diligently look diligently and to do that means to strengthen so here I'm teaching you how to fortify I'm teaching you what to look for I'm teaching you how to use your spiritual armor you've got to understand this God wants us fortified in this season you've got to be fortified And he's showing us how to be in one way lift up the hands which hang down some of you might have your hands hanging down or your heads hanging down but God is saying raise them up hallelujah give praise in the sanctuary so what they looking at you so what you give praise in the sanctuary make the path straight. And through the preaching and the teaching, if it's true doctrine, it's gonna help you straighten the pathway of life. You've got to make somebody else's path straight. And I know one thing that I know if I don't know nothing else, God called me to preach the gospel. So that means he wants me through the word of God to make your path straight. And those that listen will be fortified those that apply it to their life they will be fortified i want you to understand when god gives messages like this anybody a message and they teach it in the truth of his word it comes to pass for them if they follow it and apply it you've got to follow you've got to apply acts the 20th chapter Acts the 20th chapter. The 35th verse. I have showed you all things, how that so laboring ye ought to support the weak. And remember the words of the Lord Jesus, how he said, It is more blessed to give than to receive. And when he had thus spoken, he kneeled down and prayed with them all. I want you to understand, he gave support to them. He strengthened the weak. So sometimes you got to support the weak. You got to lift them up. You got to hold them up and this word should strengthen the body of Christ and those that are weak should become strong so I'm here to give you this word today if you are weak if you need that spiritual strength you got to seek the Lord prepare your heart let it be there Give God the twenty-four minutes of your day, and eventually you'll increase that. Why? Because the more you give into God, the more God will give into you. He don't lie in His Word. He says, "I tell you beforehand." That means in His Word. Before I knew it, He was prophesying, and now I believe it. When I first got saved. Uh, This one verse, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added. Those things are added, but that's not the verse I I want you to know. He says, if you seek me, you shall find me when you search for me with all your heart. Your soul got to be fixed and prepared to seek the Lord. This is how you fortify. see all the things that shall be added is coming that's worldly things that i might want because he already gives you what you need and that is one of the, the 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 foundational scriptures that i stand on in matthew Seek ye first the kingdom of god and his righteousness that means my heart must be fixed on god <coughs> excuse me I must seek him out I must seek him out so here we have we have to be to make firm to strengthen to support and be firm and if you're firm this is where it comes to you to support the weak. To strengthen the weak. The firm do that. You got to be firm. And to be firm means to be faithful to Christ, to be sure, to be steadfast. We got to fortify. we've got to fortify. I want you to understand this. God says in this season. And this is a old message. And I wrote an epistle on it, but I'm preaching it to you today because I got you to under I got to get you to understand that you need to be strengthened in the spirit. You need to be fortified. And faith do come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So if you lack faith, you need to hear more of the word. It'll strengthen your spirit. Prepare your heart to, to seek the Lord. second chapter the fourth verse you got to be strong it says yet now be strong O Zerubbabel saith the Lord and be strong O Joshua son of Josiah the high priest and be strong all ye people of the land saith the Lord, and work. For I am with you, saith the Lord of hosts, according to the word that I covenanted with you when ye came out of Egypt, so my spirit remaineth among you. Fear you not. Here is another fortification. He's saying, be strong in the Lord. You've got to believe the word of God. What he says to you, you must believe. He said to me, if I saw him, I would find him if I searched for him with all my heart. Now I see the Lord in ways I never saw him before. Why? Because I did and I believe what his word says. I'm stronger today than I was so many years ago. Why? Because I fortified. I prepared my heart to seek the Lord. You've got to be fixed on him. You've got to give him some time. You've got to apply the word of God to your life. Believe it. He says, I tell you beforehand." He He's saying, be strong in him. When God has an assignment for you, you've got to be strong. He says, I'm not leaving you. I led you out of Egypt so that you, I'm gonna be with you. You've got to know it. If I was with you in Egypt, I'm gonna be with you today. And what was Egypt but a hard time? It was the pots. And what was the pots? Their slavery time. That's what it means to be in the pots. But let me tell you something. Being in the pots, God sees you and he gives you wings like eagles and you fly. He lifts you up out of the pots. And that's what he did for me after that year and then he healed me in 2017. There's a trial and a time of your life and I want to encourage you to fortify because why, God will lift you out of the pots, your problems and your situations. He will save you in it all. He said that my spirit will remain with you My spirit will remain with you. He said, I'm not gonna take it. My spirit is gonna remain. Mm. First Kings, the second chapter. Be strong in the Lord. Be strong, he said. I was with you in the pot. Whatever problems you had, I was there with you. And now, wherever I'm carrying you to, I'm not going to leave you. I need you to be strong in me. It is the pots. When God is saying, it's time to fortify people of God. Be strong in him be strong in the lord and in the power of his might he's strengthening you today even as you hear this word first kings two two to four and this is a time that david knew like paul knew like peter knew like some of the other believers knew like um martin luther king jr knew he knew it was his time to go it was his time to to leave the earth and what he's saying here to his son solomon he says in verse 2 i go the way of all the earth I want you to be strong thereof and show thyself a man and keep the charge of the Lord thy God to walk in his ways, to keep his statutes and his commandments and his judgments and his testimony as it is written in the law of Moses, that thou mayest prosper in all that thou doest and whithersoever thou turnest thyself. And he says that the Lord may continue his word which he spake concerning me saying, if the children take heed to their way to walk before me in truth with all their heart and with all their soul, there shall not fail thee, he said, a man on the throne of Israel. He said, I'm gonna tell you beforehand what I'm gonna do. And I want you to understand, it's not anybody's season to die. Let me just get that straight. It is the season to cause to be alive. But this is the instruction of a man who lived and was strengthened by the Lord. David was a prophet, whether you know it or not. Although he was the king of Israel. And he's telling his son Solomon, this is how you must reign. God is putting people in position and he's saying this is how you must reign I don't know how many getting elevated and I don't know how many of you have been elevated by God in the spirit so now you walking in a call of God but he's saying this is how you must be you must be fortified he says Keep the charge of the Lord your God and walk in his ways. It was Solomon's time to reign. So I don't care what level of ministry you are on, you are now reigning. Whether it's in your own ministry or whether it's at your church under a leader, you are now reigning. <clears throat> you are now reigning you are now reigning now you got to be strong be strong in the lord and remember remember what he tells you because he said listen I'm going to do a thing, and I'm going to tell you beforehand. So you got to know what's coming your way. And you've got to be strong. As a believer, you've got to be fortified because you can lose your way. The wicked one is out there, and he will use anyone and anybody. And he's saying, be strong. I'm going to be with you. 10th chapter and Shekaniah the son of Jehiel one of the sons of Elam answered and said unto Ezra What it means to be courageous is to be able to stand your ground on the word of God and the face of others. I want you to understand that no matter how the opposition comes, you've got to stand your ground. And I hope the ground that you're standing on is a solid ground. because other grounds sink. So make sure you're true to what you're standing on. You've got to stand on the truth and don't walk away. That means you got fear. And you're not very courageous in the face of others. That means change your position. walk away means change your position here it is He's saying I'm noting Ezra to the Ezra the prophet I'm noting that we have trespassed against our God and we have taken strange wives of the people of the land yet now there is hope in Israel concerning this thing why because Ezra came with a word from God they remembered what God had commanded them. He says, now, therefore, let us make a covenant with our God to put away all the wives as such as are born of them according to the counsel of my Lord and of those that tremble at the commandment of our God and let it be done according to the law. Arise for this matter belongeth unto thee with all we also will be with thee be of good courage and do it then arose Ezra and made the chief priests the Levites and all Israel to swear that they should do according to this word and they swore and so we must understand that when we trespass we we break down the fortification we have built up, we break it down. We break it down. We're talking about fortifying, and so that was courageous. The Bible says the the another understanding of fortifying is to be valiant. That means to be brave, to be strong, to be excellent, to have virtue, to have virtue. And the apostle Peter teaches, we must add to our faith virtue. That means in the face of fear, we must be courageous. I don't care how you feel on the inside. I don't care how scared you might be. I don't care if uh, you get this feeling from somewhere. It doesn't even matter, but what I want you to know and what does matter Is to be virtuous Be virtuous Be valiant Keep your strength Keep your excellence Isaiah, the 48th chapter, Isaiah, the 48th chapter, the 16th verse, Come ye near unto me, hear ye this. I have not spoken in secret from the beginning, from the time that it was, there I am I. And now the Lord God and his spirit has sent me. Thus saith the Lord, thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. I am the Lord thy God, which teaches you to profit, which leads you by the way that thou should go. Following Christ, following Christ, he says, The Lord thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. I am the Lord your God. I am the Christ. I am the Messiah to come. And I'm telling you beforehand. God and his spirit has sent me. The Messiah came. So now I'm telling you. The Holy One of Israel. He sent me. And he's going to send others. He says, I am the Lord thy God, which teaches you to profit. He's teaching us how to fortify and to stay fortified. He's teaching us to fortify and to stay fortified. And this is how we're going to profit. You profit in spirit and in life. That's why we must seek God's kingdom first. And he's gonna lead us by the way that we should go. We got to follow, we got to follow. He wanna teach us to profit and then we gotta be helpful. We gotta teach others that's being helpful. He said, God and his spirit has sent me. He said, I have not spoken in secret from the beginning, from the time that it was there, I am. I am from the beginning of time. I am that I am. Anybody who is a leader, who follows Christ, that I am I'd be loving when God pressed that in my spirit I am that I am he said I am and my spirit will send you and be with you this is fortification I am he says now we have to be obdurate." Now I'm gonna go to Isaiah 48, verse 4. We already there. We gotta be obdurate. And we gotta repair. That is the wrong scripture. It's obstinate. That one means to be stubborn, to be hard. It's the wrong word, so we're not gonna go into that. Nahum, the second chapter. But sometimes you will have to be stubborn and hard in ministry. You got to stand your ground, and so some people will call you stubborn. Nahum, the second chapter. It says, Christ will be with you. He will be before you. He says, he that dashes in pieces has come up before thy face. Keep the munition. Watch the way. Make thy loins strong. Fortify thy power mightily. In other words, he's saying, Christ, here it is. He that dashes in pieces has come up before my face. He's talking about Christ. I just t- I told you, I am the Lord God of Israel and his spirit sent me the Holy one. He will go before you. The one that dashes in pieces before your face. And he's telling you, I fortified you. Now, what I need you to do is keep the munition. Keep the munition means keep your spiritual warfare armor, keep the weapons of your warfare. For me, it's the word of God and the spirit of God. For you, it is going to be that way as you are strengthened. I want you to understand that. Keep the munition. What else is my spiritual armor? Faith. The word of God. In Ephesians, it tells us the sixth chapter 10 through 20 is some of our spiritual armor. We need cloak for vengeance. But the Bible says that cloak means you have to walk in holiness and righteousness to avenge sin. Because the Bible says in order for you to take vengeance on God's behalf, uh, you must be walking straight and narrow yourself. To avenge sin, you must be in alignment with God. To take vengeance against sin you must be in alignment Jesus does it but how does he does it he preaches the Word of God it's the rod of his mouth and the breath of his lips so for me and for you For me, as an apostle and a leader, it is the rod of my mouth and the breath of my lips. Why? Jesus is my example. He was the first apostle. And he said, what God speaks, what the Father say, I say. That means the word of God is sharp. The words that I speak. As long as they're from the Holy Bible. The words that I speak. They'll def- divide to the asunder, the soul from the spirit. That means any demonic attachment will be separated. Anything that's holding you back from giving Christ everything in your life will come apart. It's got to move. He divides asunder the soul from the spirit. Your your soul don't need those demonic forces influencing you. Your soul don't need that. It needs a Holy Spirit, the spirit of the living God. That's the breath of his lips. It's the spirit of God. And what he say? They sent me, and they're in me, and they'll be before me. He says watch the way that means be watchful be sober have your spiritual eyes open your natural eyes be open and you can see everything else you can, uh you can see everything else but your spiritual eyes need to be open you've got to be able to see the Lord you've got to be able to see the enemy as he's attacking. You've got to be able to see in the spirit. You've got to be able to see. Your spiritual eyes must be open. The Bible says, watch the way. How can I strengthen you if I don't know the way? You've got to watch the way. In first case two to the four we just read he says you got to make your loins strong that means gird your mind with truth you need the truth of God's Word whatever truth you have that is really true to you it's got to be true because if it's not true you're not standing on the solid rock you are not standing on Christ he is saying gird your mind the Bible says one of Did you know that loins meant mind? I want you to understand that. You've got to gird your mind with the word of God. The word of God, this is your truth. This is how you fortify in the spirit. This is what you stand on. This is what God honors. we got to fortify. And then the last thing he's saying in this verse, after he says, make thy loins strong. He says, fortify thy power mightily. So to make your loins strong, you've got to get in the word of God. That's keeping your mind strong and strengthening in the faith. Get in the word. Fortify thy power mightily. You've got to fortify. You've got to prepare your heart. And that is giving you the power that you need. Seeking God, being baptized in the spirit. This is the power of God that you need. Fortify thy power mightily. I want you to understand we already talked about if your heart is turned from the Lord the wicked one will come at you and I want you to understand that Isaiah 47 10 and 13 the people who trusted in the wickedness and do things that set, and in their mind they say none see me they let the wisdom and knowledge of evil pervert their way that means that their, their heart turned from god the bible says we will not be saved by their counsel and so we must understand god is fortifying us in this hour to give us the armor that we need to live as believers, to be obdurate, to repair. And this message is on fortification is going to continue. And we're going to go a little deeper into it. So this is the background. And I want you to understand that part, I am trying to strengthen you to fortify you. I want you to understand that God loves you. And He's sending this message to fortify you, to strengthen you, to let you know that I'm the one that you need as a believer. I'm the one that you need as my creation. I'm the one that will strengthen you. And I want you to know today that he receives all and he strengthens all if you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And so today I want to say to the believers, be strengthened, be fortified. And to those that don't know him, to come into his fortification, I need for you to repent and call on the name of Jesus Christ and say, I believe. I believe, I believe. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you for your love, your mercy, and your grace. I thank you for showing us that we need to be fortified in this season. And I pray that as this word go out, that you will continue to strengthen and make firm. To encourage and and those be valiant and courageous in their lives. That their virtue begin to show that you will repair in this season and be obdurate, Father, have your way in the lives of all of us. Strengthen us according to thy word. You said I tell you a and I believe and those also believe. Thank you for your strength. Thank you for fortification. Thank you for your way, for it is truth, and it straightens out the crooked paths. Have your way in us, Lord. In Jesus Christ's name I pray, the Potate King, forever and ever. Amen and amen.